this show is to get to the heart of well-being through inspirational stories of everyday people, expert insights from a number of health and lifestyle related disciplines, and exploration of topics that underpin well-being. If you want to take control of your well-being and put yourself front and center in your life, then this is the podcast for you. I want you to feel calm, nurtured and inspired so you can enjoy your life and your success. If you have not yet done so, please subscribe, rate and review on iTunes or Stitcher. And if you know someone else that would get value from the show as well, please share it with them. Join me on this journey and let's live the fab life together. Hello and welcome. And today my guest is Bernie. Welcome to you, Bernie. Hi, Bev. Thank you for having me. That's great. And so to set the context for our call today, it's a pro bono coaching call. And so what I'm doing is I'm supporting Bernie with a specific challenge that she's facing in her well-being. And the idea is that she walks away with something really tangible from this conversation. And the way that I work is I'm trying to ask questions to, to understand where you are now, where you'd like to be, and what that gap looks like in the middle so that I can actually support you with at least one or two strategies or steps that will move you further towards where you want to be. I think the other thing that's really important is we often are so involved in our own situation that we may not see what it is. So this is about being in a no judgment zone. You tell me exactly what's on your mind or your heart at the time when I ask you the question so that we can get the most out of it for you. How does that sound, Bernie? Yep, sounds great. Thank you. Good. And obviously, I won't be able to solve everything in the time that we've got together. However, my goal is to make sure that there is something specific that you can actually walk away with. And I do have programs for people like you. And if that's something you're interested, we'll talk about that off air. But my goal was just report you now okay thank you i put out an application process and something resonated for you for you to apply for this so i'd love to know what that was i was feeling quite low in energy at the time and um you mentioned energy that's as i recall okay good and so what is the biggest challenge with your energy your exhaustion or brain fog uh, yeah, I have both of those. Um, it's trying to meet the demands of whatever, you know, I'm working on at the time, whether it's my business, which I've parked a little bit on writing at the moment. Um, I do house sitting and I'm trying to get fitter and healthier as well. So trying to meet all those demands with what I think of as my limited energy life force at the moment mm. and so what would you want instead of that bernie uh vibrancy and um energy and i work with intuition but i noticed that even that is clearer when my energy is good mm. okay so i just want to confirm what i've heard so that i you know we can move forward from here so essentially, you're experiencing low energy, exhaustion and brain fog. 
and that's impacting your ability to work in your business or do the things that you choose to do of a day. Does that sound accurate? Yes, that's right. Okay, great. Can I ask you some more questions so we can get in a little deeper? Sure, sure. <laughs> okay, so how long has that been going on for you? Um, yes, I suppose. <laughs> it varies depending what I'm doing at the time, whether I'm on an exercise program or eating better or all of that. But uh, ever since I had breast cancer 20 years ago, it's been hard for me to get my energy back up. Mm. And I've had a few other health challenges in the last few years, particularly I had a, a um, melanoma and then the year after that I got shingles, which really wiped me out energetically. Yeah, shingles is a really challenging thing to deal with because it affects the nervous system yes if you think of some of the things that you've tried to resolve this low energy or being exhausted or having brain fog what are some of those things well i've tried everything really um i've done um a lot of it's been around health like doing exercise programs and eating better and all of that which is a struggle sometimes I've done lots of energy work and that helps sometimes. Everything, you know, I've thrown everything at it. Anything you can think of in terms of energy work or health stuff, I've tried. You mentioned there that you struggle with it. What What is it that you struggle with? I think maintaining that, um, you know, I'd done Michelle Bridges six times and I had success with that, but it's hard to maintain once that program's over. Um, I've done other things. It's the ongoing, because I move around, partly because I move around. Once I'm, when I'm in between house sits or moving, my energy goes into that process. So it kind of, my momentum gets short-circuited and I have to start again, it feels like, and sometimes that, getting restarted is difficult and did you find when you did that 12-week program of Michelle Bridges did your energy improve were you feeling differently yes it did I felt quite different what about that process made you feel different well I was eating better I was exercising every day I was I think even having that some, a goal to work towards was exciting so it gave me more momentum and so what impact does having no energy and feeling exhausted and having brain fog what impact does that have on you your business your relationships your life the thought of what it takes to put uh, you know to run a business an online business uh, feels overwhelming and I don't feel like doing it. It's like I can do, I mean, I've done a lot. But what I see other people doing in terms of marketing and all of that just seems too overwhelming to me. Maybe not necessary, but it also feels overwhelming and I just give up on that. What are some of the obstacles that you're facing? Is it simply that you're not in the same environment? What is it? Well, there's a lot to do to move and then move somewhere else and get, it takes me a few days to a week to get used to a new place. So 
I'm reorientating so that takes up a lot of my time and energy. Uh, it is also not being in the same place all the time because I could get more physical things done like run a workshop or something if I was in the same place all the time. Just thinking about moving. So I start before I'm moving again, I start thinking about it about a week before and thinking about so my energy goes into that. So the momentum kind of dies a bit, I guess. I understand. I think I need to ask you for a few more specific things now back down to your well-being. Is that okay? Sure. Just to describe typical days the way that you eat in a typical day. Well, I've actually just started a seven-week challenge, health and fitness challenge this week. So I'm eating very healthily, but um, it varies. It can vary from quite healthy, like a juice of a morning, a green smoothie, to wheat bix. <laughs> and uh, my main issue, I think, is sweet food, that I have a craving for chocolate and and I have a glass of wine of a night or something of a night. Normally, I'm not on any of that at the moment as of yesterday. Um, so my current food is protein, greens and a carbohydrate, a, you know, non-starchy carbohydrate at the moment and then snacks in between protein-based with no sugar, no alcohol, and and no dairy, and that actually feels quite good. So you know that this works for your body. I know that I haven't been on this one before, and it feels really right for my body. It could be challenging, although I'm not hungry, but it does work. It feels like what I need at the moment in terms of food. <laughs> So that aside, so if you were not doing a program, is there any reason why you couldn't choose to still do that program if it's not limited to seven weeks? No, not at all. No? That would only be my motivation. And yeah, that would stop me. Yeah, so what I'm hearing here is that the first thing you need to tackle is that will to do something for yourself because you know it works. This is what you're telling me. Mm -hmm. You know that eating clean is going to support your energy and lift your mood. Yeah. Well, yeah? I, and I can do that for a time and then it seems to burn out. Mm -hmm. What you're describing to me is what I call the flash and crash approach. There is... A starting point there's an ending point it's usually a fixed period of time and so you're using pure willpower to get you there mm. and, you know because you're obviously in some sort of group environment too everybody else is doing the same thing and yet when you get to that point that end point and you're still feeling great there's nothing that allows you to sustain that because it is all or nothing that's what it sounds like it can be often like yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, so what we need to do is to look at an alternative approach, which is much more surefire. It allows us to make good choices most of the time. So, mm -hmm. for example, 
if you knew that this way of eating and I'll talk specifically about what you're eating in a moment because food is medicine and fuel. It's, yes. it's both those things. And for you having had a cancer journey and not one cancer journey, two cancer journeys, that means that your nutrition, let's call it nutrition, let's not just call it food, needs to be squeaky clean because your body has fought so bravely right up until now and what's happening is that you're giving more for the body to do each time you stop these programs. So what if it were different? What if instead of following strictly the program that you made good choices is instead of having wheat bex, not have wheat bex, don't even have it in the house or wherever you're staying and have a nutritious breakfast and then focus on lunch. What's for lunch? Well, on the program we used, you know, you mentioned protein and non-starchy carb and so on. What can I do for lunch today? And just make it meal at a time so that you're making choices. And then, for example, when you know that you're going to be moving, one of your strategies could be is to pre-prepare food for that week. Make sure that you've got either, like now we're in winter here in Australia, if you've got, you know, you can make some casseroles or something that can go in the freezer and, and be easy to come out, or soups. Soups are very nutritious because you can put lots of things like if you tolerate legumes and beans, you can get protein from your legumes and beans. Lots of green leafy vegetables like celery and even sometimes I put, um, you know, the Asian greens in there to bump up the, the green intake. And then you've got your orange vegetables. You can even put, you know, sweet potato in there. Because for somebody who follows a low carbohydrate, non-starchy diet, that's what actually brings on brain fog. Your brain requires glucose to function effectively. And so when you do not have enough carbohydrates in your diet, and I'm talking complex carbohydrate, I don't mean wheat bex, I don't mean chocolate, you know, all of those things. What I'm meaning is vegetables that came from Mother Nature that were intended for us to eat. So I'm not talking about stuff out of a box, can, bag or jar. Yes, well, meal prep does work for me. No, that's what I'm doing on this and I'm finding that makes a big difference. I haven't done a lot of that and I think my challenge with house sitting is that when I get to a place, they people often have a lot of, you know, crab food in their cupboards and fridge and that's when it's harder for me. If living in my own place, I wouldn't buy it as much. Um, and but yeah that's an extra challenge I have because it's already there and I'm not going to throw their food out but um yes so meal meal preparation is does work I haven't done a lot of that yet but that's what I'm doing at the moment yeah so I think meal prep for you is a really good strategy for you to have the right things in the house and to pre-prepare them especially when you know like you say, that you drop everything when it comes to a moving period again. Mm. So that would be the first thing. The second thing would be to make sure that you're eating what I would call a rainbow of food. 
mix it up. Have lots of greens, lots of oranges, yellows, reds. So it, the kind of fruit that I recommend would be berries. Mm -hmm. So if you have a, a juice, a vegetable juice, you could add some blueberries or raspberries in there. So all the dark purple or blue come from the berry range usually. Yes, so berries, yeah. Yeah, and then that also will satisfy your craving for sugar. Mm -hmm. The other thing that it sounds like is perhaps you're low in magnesium. Yes, magnesium's a constant issue. I'm taking a supplement that I got from my naturopath, which has, it is an issue for me, magnesium. Yes, and so maybe check in with them how often you should take it. Are you on the right quality of magnesium? Because not all of them are equal. Mm. That's really, I think, supporting you there. And I think the last thing I, I think of there is if you can consider that, you know, your body has been really under an onslaught for these last 20 mm. years. And if you were to speak to your body, what would it say to you? Would it be asking for more of what you're doing right now? Because you, you're already telling me that you feel so good in this space. And, you know, just think of, you know, if I ask my body, what does it need from me right now? And just let that prompt and guide you using your intuition about what that food is that would serve you better. And if you do arrive at a new home, my suggestion is for all the stuff that's in the pantry is actually put it in another box, get one from the supermarket or even put it in a shopping bag so that it's out of sight, out of mind. Mm -hmm. And for the stuff that's perishable in the fridge, those people left it there anyway, either throwing it out or giving it to somebody else who you feel could use that. But if it's not healthy food, well, you know what, to me, letting it go, maybe the recycling or into the, in, I know in our area, we've got uh, sort of green waste where you can put yeah. food yeah. stuff. You know, so it's, it's not necessarily, so, it's so, so for you, it's not having that temptation because using willpower constantly is, it erodes your energy anyway as well. Mm, yes, it does. And so let's say, so we've got, we've got three things that we're talking about there. Meal prep, making sure you're having a rainbow of foods. Check, well, it's actually four. Checking your, your magnesium. And then also making sure that you're making in the moment choices, you know, in the moment. So what would stop you from making any of that stick? Uh, nothing. Yeah, that's possible. It's all possible. All possible, yeah. And if you find that the program you're on is like quite restrictive, just relax the boundaries a little bit without giving it all up. Because I think that would support you to go into more like a, what I would describe as a, a zigzag upwards. Yes, so you do decide to have a glass of wine. Well, savor it, enjoy it. And then for the next couple of days, you don't have wine and you keep going. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Well, I, I am on night. They give you an option of being on 100% or 90%. And I did say I know myself and I do better on a 90% program. Otherwise, I tend to give it away. 
Yes, because it's too, there's too much deprivation, you know, you get all sorts of unnatural cravings because you're missing out on, on nutrients. Yes. Yeah, yeah I'm not so, getting hungry. That's one of the good things mm -hmm. about getting not hungry. And if, you've got, if, if you've got enough good fat, that will also support not getting yeah. enough hungry. Yeah. And I guess there are still areas to solve. There's quite a few things that have given me a clue around what it is, you know, so obviously the motivation to keep going and to stay on track. But I guess what takeaway do you have from our call so far? Uh, I think when you mentioned asking my body, because uh, I think when I tuned in and asked and my body wants a rest from other food like what I'm doing now in terms of eating feels good like it's giving my body a rest and it's you know food can bombard the system especially if it's not healthy like alcohol or chocolate or sweet and my body wants that cleaner greener type of food and um, that that works for me uh, it feels makes me feel more in control of other areas of my life then as well. Mm. Because when you feed the body like that and using food as medicine like that, where it is clean and green, you'll find that all of those things, so the brain fog changes, the exhaustion changes, the motivation to actually do more of it changes too. So just think of your longer term you know, you are doing seven weeks, but think of the longer term and how you can make this work every day. And as I mentioned, your meal prep will be one of those things. I think that would be serving you really well. It seems to be a big one for me because if it's because I'm just feeding myself, I don't have to prepare for other people at the moment. You know, if you live on your own, you tend to grab what's there. And so if there's something healthy there, I'll grab that that has to be there like prepared that makes a yes. huge difference yes. to me agree that's so important so what sort of action steps are you going to take as a result of today well i think continue the meal prep and stick with that and also kind of tune into my body more and ask my body what it needs and listen to that need for rest from crap food not, you know, I eat fairly healthy. I just add unhealthy stuff like alcohol and sugar, chocolate in particular. And that's what I need a rest from. There we go. Well, thank you for being with me today, Bernie. Well, thanks for your time, Bev. It's lovely to talk to you. Thank you so much for listening. And I would love to know what you enjoyed most about this episode. You can connect with me on Facebook by searching for Living Fabulously with Bev or feel welcome to leave a message or comment on my website. You can get the links and any references from this episode in the show notes at my website www.livingfabulously.com forward slash podcasts. Do you have a friend who you think deserves to live fabulously? Spread the love around by sharing the podcast with them right now. Until next time, be sure to live the fab life. The information shared here and in our programs and webinars should not be seen as medical advice and is not meant to take the place of seeing licensed health professionals.